the regular season sportscast with your host, Jay the Red Santee. Seventeen. Seventeen lives lost this past week in Florida. Seventeen young lives cut down. Seventeen individuals gone. Over. It's life is non existent. Cut short early on because of one cowardly individual who couldn't deal with life, who supposedly had mental issues, poor health mental health conditions, had a rough upbringing, adopted a and and at at birth, basically, father died in his early stages. His mother recently passed away. Very mischievous, was subject to many disciplinary actions. Was expelled, introverted, couldn't connect with others, but yet was f- mentally capable of owning firearms or was able to get firearms. Seventeen lives gone. What's happening to us, people? What's going on with us? FBI had him on their sites, didn't take the, the, the warning seriously, I guess. 17 lives gone. These people were at work, doing their jobs, at school. It's, it's, uh, it's a sad, sad state of our society in which we still have to worry about this. Everybody is discussing what's going on with the gun laws, what's happening with individuals getting their hands on, 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 on weapons and, and just, how is it so feasible? New York, the state of New York. We, 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 I'm a, I'm a vital citizen. I, 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 I don't have a criminal record. I work in an environment in which at any moment I could have a former patient or a current patient run up on me and try to assault me or attack me or even worse. And I can't even get a gun license. I can't even get a gun permit. I can't even get a, 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 a gun to carry with me in case. But every other state seems to have it feasible to have the ability to own and carry a weapon, concealed or, or unconcealed. This kid is 19 years old. Shouldn't had not even a 80, 100, 1,000 yard radius to be next to any kind of weapons. But yet an AR-15 was at his reach. This kid was able to get his hands on a weapon so massive and has been used recently for countless other acts of terror. Mind you, he's a terrorist. Paint it what you want. You want to paint it as, you know, Muslims are terrorists. Anybody that goes against the grain that is not of a pale complexion is a terrorist of what they feel is not deemed a proper etiquette of what our livelihood is. If they, if you're not white, they're 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 terrorists. This individual is a terrorist. These kids were at school, getting ready to go home on a Valentine's Day. They were ready to be with the ones that they love or, or, or whatever crushes they had. Now it's gone all because of one individual who was not happy with themselves. So they were they'd rather sit there and, and spoil everybody else's lives because of their own bitterness and sadness and, and outlook of what is their life to the rest of the world. And sure, everybody's like, oh, well, you know, he was a bad egg from early on. And I'm not surprised that this occurred. So why wasn't there anybody there for him? Why wasn't anybody there reporting this? Like I said, the FBI had it on the radar, but apparently wasn't a credible threat. We had a, individuals who lost their lives helping others. A young man who was blocking a doorway or leaving a doorway open, excuse me, leaving a doorway open to have other, other students escape, lost his life. We had coach Adam Fees who lost his life protecting other students. We had individuals cowering, trying to find cover. From this young man who came in through a doorway, pulled a fire alarm just to draw out his victims. He brought terror to a school. Then you have individuals who think this is funny and decide to go on social media and post ridiculousness, wearing masks, holding guns in their hand, be like, uh, part two's tomorrow. 
This is a society we're growing into now. This is what we're dealing with. This is what we have. This is a society in which now everyone has accessibility to everything because you know why? We're so free. We're so free. But yet for those who have the opportunity to use the freedom to do positive, to make change, to make growth, to bring us together, to unify, we've become shackled. But for others, the freedom brings pain, terror, death, and no one seems to care because it's not affecting them directly. I have a 10-year-old who goes to a public school and I've already forewarned her of any instances that occurs if God forbid something like this occurs in her school. I've already forewarned her. I told her she needs to be prepared. It's a scary situation, but you have to be right. Think straight. If you're in a classroom, take all your desk, tell your teacher, tell your students, tell everybody that's around, tell your fellow classmates, take the desk, barricade yourself into the classroom, place everything in front of the door, stack them on top of each other so that these perpetrators are not are not going into your into your classroom to harm you. Duck for cover. Tell the teacher to put a sign up on the window to let authorities know that there are people in there and you wait quietly. You reach out. You text me if you have if your phone is on to let me know what's going on and you stay quiet. I have to tell this to my 10 year old. When I was in school, only thing I had to worry about was bullies who use their hands. Sometimes we had to deal with individuals who, you know, when I got older in high school, who, you know, we bring other objects, sharper object objects, never had it to be where somebody had the gall to want to go into a place and shoot up the whole area. We took our, we, we, we took our, our anger out on one individual or if he had peoples or she had peoples two or three, never a school, never a class. Those who are, who were bullied became successful in life those who became bullied on the sadness on the sad point of this just the opposite occurred they became drug addicts or abused victims but still we never took it out on those who didn't had nothing to do with what was going on but yet we find ourselves in a society now that is accepting of the popularity of being able to go into a room go into a school go into a church going to an office building and release an arsenal of military weapons on a group of innocents. This is the society we live in these days. This is ridiculous. We need to do better. We need to find a way to fix this before it hits home. 17 lives gone because of an act of cowardness. And I'll be straight up honest with you. He should have put the fucking gun to his head and pulled the trigger. Now our fucking tax dollars are going to go and drag onto a fucking court case over this little shit who's probably not even going to get the fucking death penalty because they're going to claim that he's not mentally stable. So now our tax dollars will be feeding him for life. If there was justice in this world, we will find justice for this cowardly individual. When we come back, I have uh, I have tons of stuff we're going to talk about. I have uh, This week's rant, we're going to be talking about the Winter Olympics. Any of you guys watching it? Because I got to be honest with you, I'm, I'm really not. But I'll get into that later on. Also, did an interview this week. I was actually very inspired by this interview. Uh, it, it's 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 good to see homegrown individuals, our 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 youth, our our our, our up and coming individuals who get an idea, formulate it, put it together, and get the process rolling to get it done. We have uh, a a young man who 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 while playing just a regular recreational activity outside decided to say, you know, maybe I could put something together to maybe educate those who want to do more with their life in sports and business or whatever. Maybe this could happen. Uh, Adam Justin comes in and he'll be talking about the beginning stages of star vision, where he's bringing in the likes of professional athletes like Roy Jones, Jr. Jerry Rice, uh, Steve Nash, Robert Horry, and tons of others has get it all. So we'll be kicking it, talking to him, and whether or not he can get dates from this kind of thing. Because if not, I'm gonna just say I'm him, and I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna act like I'm this entrepreneur. I'm gonna be him. So we're gonna be talking to him, and like I said, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about and talking sports and shit. So don't go anywhere, guys. Stick around. 
We'll be back with the regular season sportscast with Jay the Red Santi and whoever's sitting in the co-host chair. Good evening, everyone. I am James Splifton. <laughs> I love my marijuana. Welcome to TRSS Black History Moments. On this segment, we discuss the moment in time in which our first black American was able to break through barriers, overcome such odds, defy what society at its time had pushed and shunned away. In this segment, we discuss the first African American who was able to smuggle in alcoholic beverages during a sporting events. Tonight, we discuss Ezekiel Zeke Bowden, the man, the legend, the man who broke barriers. Back in 1939, young Zeke, at the age of 14, knew of liquors and moonshine. While hanging out with friends, young Zeke went to a boxing match where Julius Fight Night Jones was fighting Carl the Nykauk. Kowalski, Nykauk, is German for I get punched easily. Zeke Bowden was a fan of boxing, but also had a hankering for the liquor. I gotta tell you, that night I was out there with a couple of friends and a Hey, we, 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 we were getting pretty loaded. We were, we were getting so loaded. And we we didn't have well, those little metal flasks back in those days. We didn't have that. We, we, we couldn't carry one of those. Plus, me being so young and my pappy, if he ever caught me with one of those, will tear my hide up so quick, it'll probably leave bacon strips out for the dog. But uh, we found a, 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 a old, old uh, moonshine spot over there by uh, Hank and Willie's gas station. And, uh, he, he sold us a, a bottle, a big bottle of, of moonshine for about a uh, quarter nickel. And uh, we, we were able to uh, bring it to him. But we were going to the fights. And, and to be honest, we, we, we didn't know how to carry it in. So what we did was I, I, I took my mama's wig that she used for Saturday evenings when she was going out with Pappy. And uh, I, I, put, I put the wig on my head and took my sister's dress, it was a frilly dress, real, real nice, dressed myself up real pretty like, and I uh, took the big bottle of moonshine, now, have you ever seen moonshine, Joe, kind of got like, what you see in the cartoon is when they had the X's on it, that's what pretty much what we were sneaking in, and uh, I, I put it on my belly like if it was a little pregnant woman, and one of my friends was holding my hand, with uh, a big, big body, and then we went into the fights, and we brought in the moonshine, Pretty much it. Ah, oh, brilliant. Ezekiel Zeke Bowden was a pioneer in smuggling in alcoholic beverages during sporting events. Well, to be honest with you, I really didn't have to sneak it in because back then they didn't really check anybody. Matter of fact, I saw guys in the front row with big bottles of alcohol and I felt like a damn fool getting dressed in my mama's clothing. I felt really foolish about 20 years later that I was still dressing up in my mom's clothing, but I, I think that's another story, gentlemen. Well, that's another moment in black history. Ezekiel Zeke Bowden, pioneer, champion, and forever remembered in this legacy. Uh, tell you this is good shit. I'm telling you. We hope to catch you next episode of TRSS Black History Moments. This Black History Moment was brought to you by the regular season sportscast. This week's rants.
Are you guys watching the Winter Olympics? Do you know where the fuck the Winter Olympics is at? I think it's in South Korea, right? It's like Pyongyang, Chang, South Korea, some shit like that. Right? To be honest with you, I'm I'm really I'm really not paying attention. To it. I'm not watching it. I I don't know. I don't know if I should be watching it. I'm not sure whether or not it's important to me to watch it. I remember when I was younger that when the Olympics rolled around, be it the Summer Olympics or the Winter Olympics, I was always captivated by it. I, I watched, I watched the last Summer Olympics. I didn't watch all of it, but you know, I watched. Of course, you watched. Of course, you got to watch the basketball teams. You got to watch that. Um, I watched like some of the gymnastics teams and stuff like that. I watched um, like the goofy shit, like when they have like handball or um, water polo. I still want to know how it is they could get the horses in the pool. But like these days, I don't know. I don't know whether it's because Winter Olympics is not interesting to me. Like I don't, I don't really relate to any of the sports that's there, like snowboarding, the half pipe, the, uh, the speed speed skating is actually pretty cool. I I I, I fucks with watching that. It's just that um, there's this one girl. She's a uh, this uh, this black chick. I forgot her name, but it escapes me. I'm sorry. It's just it's like one of those days. Uh, I was really interested in following her, but I really, like I said, it's just I'm not really interested in in the in the Winter Olympics. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because of the state of affairs in this country that I really don't give a fuck if we win medals. I don't know if it's because, like I said, that I may not be interested in the events. It's always funny to see the the, the luge or the bobsled. Like those those are. Those are pretty funny to, to look. But like when you get into like cross country or the long jump or uh, um, the regular slalom or I I don't care. I, it really doesn't, doesn't resonate. Then I'm noticing like the hockey games. I even had to go and check the hockey schedule to make sure that the, the, professional, the professionals were still playing because I'm looking. I was like, oh, th- th- these aren't the pros. Oh, shit. Okay. Um I didn't. I, I didn't really care about that either. It looked to me some of the games looked very sloppy and all of it. I was like, oh, try, try to click the channel on this. I I, I don't know. I, I I I don't know how the ratings are. I'm not sure if anybody else cares. I don't know how much coverage is getting is getting made. But it, I, it's one of those things that mm. the one thing that's that that saddens me is that when the Olympics do come around, they come every four years. Uh, for each each um time, the summer and the winter, and once they're gone, the city that hosts the Olympics, they're pretty much financially ruined. Brazil is still trying to uh build their eco state and their economy back from when they hosted the Summer Olympics. Uh, Sochi is still trying to build themselves back from that debacle that they had a few years ago for the Winter Olympics. It seems like every city that goes and hosts the olympics do it and basically you know they they they, they beg from peter to pay paul like they're, they're they're they don't have the the resources or the funds and they make these beautiful stadiums and they design these 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 arenas and and environments for 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 the olympic village and for these for the dignitaries and the visitors that come and such and once it's gone, it, it's just a desert. It's 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 a it's a deadland. It's a wasteland. A dead space of 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 environments and and nothingness. It's so bizarre, and I and it boggles the mind that this is still occurring. You know, they then you have cities who still petition and and and. And and put their names in a hat just so they could get selected to be a host for these 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 Olympics. And I'm like, why? I'm glad New York hasn't put their names in that in the hat for that shit. It's like, no, we already have stadiums and arenas and stuff like that. But what is that going to do to my economy, your economy? I, I think it's going to fucking raise the roof of everything, especially in New York. Are you kidding me? You think you know we we have something called a Manhattan markup where a bag of chips in Brooklyn would be 50 cent in Manhattan it's a dollar. So I, I I can't imagine what it will do if if individuals from other countries and and and, and likewise would, would come to to New York for for the Olympics. It'd be horrible. 
I don't even understand why it would be feasible for anybody else to want to do that. It's ridiculous. But with that being said, um, I don't, to be honest, I can't even, I, I didn't even Google to see what the metal count was. Cause I, I don't really care, but I, I, I figure that I just let you guys, you know, get an idea of where my thoughts is at the winter Olympics. Cause I, I'm not even watching it. I'm sorry. I'm just not uh, NBA all-star weekend is on. So I guess I'll be watching that. But other than that, uh, make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on the like and group page on Facebook, the regular season sportscast. Check us out on Instagram at regular season sports. Also on Twitter at RWJ Santee, as well as on YouTube at TRSS Turbo Tabloid. And check us out on Anchor as well for breaking news and any random drunk thoughts that I have at TRSS Turnbuckle Tabloid as well. And also check out RageWorks.net is where you get everything under one umbrella, everything under the sun, everything that's prevalent and relevant in the culture, pop culture that is these days. So make sure you check us out there for all news, reviews, previews, contests, and all our podcasts. Call me when it's over, Turnbuckle Tabloid. Uh, black is the new black. It's all there. Don't go anywhere. It's all there for you. You should bookmark it and just do everything we do. Just go through there. You don't need anything else. So be sure you check us out there. When we come back, big interview with Adam Justin, the man, the creator of Star Visions. You won't want to miss that. This is this is the app that's coming that you guys are really going to have to check out. Make sure you check them out at www.starvision.com. Star Vision. That is, you're going to want to be a part of that. I'm telling you. And also got a uh, talk of sports and shit. And uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, you know, don't go anywhere, guys. Stick around. We'll be back in a sec. Don't want to miss it. We'll be back with TRSS with Jada Red Santee and that young Latin stud sitting across from him. Hey, Sean Lights Out Merriman, and you're listening to TRSS. We're back with two guys who love sports but just can't get laid. TRSS, the regular season sports cast. What's going on today, my friend? How's everything going on out there? Are we out there uh, enjoying the lovely weather that is, uh, I guess, a February day? <laughs> How's everything out there? Oh, absolutely. You know, I'm over in uh, Los Angeles, so the weather for us is pretty great. So I think I get pretty spoiled being in the Southern California area, but every day is you know, between 60 and uh, you know 70-something, so it's, it's beautiful over here right now. So, I mean... I'm, I'm, I, 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 I got to look at what the specs were for, for, uh, Star Visions. And I got to say, like, why didn't somebody come up with this before? Like, where did this come from? You know, that's, that's interesting. I think that it's interesting. I've been working on this idea for about two and a half years now. I'm 26 years old. So I started working on this when I was 24, literally. And, um, and that, as I started presenting it to people and I was like, Hey, you know, I have this amazing idea where I want to be able to create, you know, sports programs or, training programs by different celebrities, by different athletes, by people of influence. And they were always like, oh, well, I, used to, I had an idea that I wanted to do this for baseball once. And I think it's one of those ideas to where, you know, everybody goes, well, why didn't I think of that? That was so obvious and easy. Um, you know, and I think that that might have been where it was. And over the last, of course, you know, two or so years, we've had uh, some different people jump into it as well. But, you know, I think that that's probably why it was kind of just one of those things that might have been so simple and obvious that you know nobody really did that's kind of my take on it where did, where did you draw like where, where did you draw the influence of coming together with these these top-notch celebrities these these people of influence from all across the, the athletic fields 
what was like the first inclination that you could put something like this together? So about literally two years ago, um, I was coming up with the idea and I, and me and my business partner and his son, uh, started playing basketball. So I was like, all right, you know, let's, uh, let's just see how he's outside, you know, playing basketball, he's learning and whatnot. And then, uh, he started to kind of play make believe like I did as a child. He put like 10 seconds on the clock and we were feeling hard and it took a, you know, a three point shot or whatever it was. And I was like, you know, I used to do that as a child. And my business partner was like, you know, I did too. It's so unique. So, uh, that night I actually went home and I said, you know, I want to relive this experience that I used to do as a kid when I would talk to myself in my head or whatnot and actually be able to shoot a buzzer beater and do this. So I actually made my own basketball audio recording. And I literally went to the court, put it on the speakers and just listened to myself telling, you know, Hey, go to the three point line. All right, do layups. Just take five free throws. Let's do this. And I had a great experience. I didn't just sit around and, you know, take jumpers for 15 minutes. I actually, you know, got a great workout in at the same time. And then I said, well, you know, I love football. So, okay, let's do something with football or, you know, boxing is in. Let me do something with boxing or, you know, people love soccer or all these different types of activities that everybody loves. And I said, you know, it's amazing that, you know, as kids, we all have this energy and we love playing sports. But for some reason, once we all turn, you know, 18 or turn into adults, we all think like, I can't play a sport anymore or I can't do that anymore. And then we try to do traditional fitness, which nobody really enjoys and it's so boring. Um, So that's why I said, well, if you can combine the person's love when they were 10 years old on the soccer field, kicking a ball around and then give them some, you know, fitness with that, it could be a really unique and fun experience. And, uh, and that's sort of where it grew from there. And then I just had the idea that, you know, I wanted to, to bring in different celebrities, bring in different athletes, and really be able to give that experience, you know, that we all had as a child and kind of just bring it back. And that was that's sort of how the inspiration started. I mean, we could all sit there and say, like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm just going to I'm going to go and get Kurt Gibson, who, who played for the Dodgers. And he's going to tell me how to uh, swing, swing a bat and make sure I could, I, I could make contact each time or most of the time when I get there. Or, or, you know, let me see if I can get Scottie Pippen, who, who could come in here and show show me how and probably everybody else how to hit a, a nice uh, a, a jump shot and off the backboard. But where do you make these connections? It's not like something easy that anybody could just walk out there and get these individuals. How did you, how, how were you able to plug this in? You know, that's actually pretty awesome and interesting that you mentioned that. Uh, I failed, I'll be honest, I failed miserably at the start. Absolutely miserably. I I'm, I was, you know, 24 when I started this and I was sending emails to every agency online. I was calling everybody saying, hey, I have this awesome idea. And I didn't get a response from a single person, literally. Uh, nobody responded to my emails. Nobody responded to my phone calls, anything. Everybody shut me out because I was just, I wasn't, uh, somebody from Silicon Valley. I wasn't connected. I wasn't an agent. I didn't have a friend that was in the NBA or literally nothing at all. Um, and then I just, uh, just kept on trying and trying and trying. And eventually I was able to, you know, get through to, uh, you know, to some different players and some different, uh, you know, agents. And then I was able to just slowly build it out over time. But, you know, that was probably one of the biggest challenges when I came up with the idea. Um, it might have taken me six months to actually get in touch with somebody, um, which is pretty crazy to think about that. You know, that I was like, well, this, is, this should be a pretty cool idea, you know, for a different athlete or a celebrity to be a part of. And, and I just got, you know, radio silence. I got nothing. Um, but, you know, you just, you just keep being persistent with anything. I've always been in my life for, you know, for business or anything that I've ever done. Um, so I just said, you know what? It's a good idea. I'm gonna keep trying this, and keep trying this, and then eventually I was able to sort of find my way. You know, because somebody would, anybody who would have saw this and and heard of this, they'd be like, he's out of his fucking mind. There's no way he's gonna be able to connect with somebody like this or anybody. I, I you wouldn't even been able to get like the the twelfth string of a Norwegian hockey team. <laughs> like it, it would have been, right. it would have been tough, <laughs> but. You, exactly. You knocked, you, you knocked, and you knocked, and you knocked on doors until finally someone opened. Who was the first one that opened the door? You know, it was actually, um, you know, Roy, Roy Jones Jr., um, which is pretty awesome. So he was the first one that I was actually truly able to get through. It was Roy Jones Jr. and Robert Ory. Um, those are really the first ones. Wow, you got a big shot, big shot, Roy, uh, Rob. That's the one you needed right there. That, that's that's the opportunity you know, right there. You get big shot, Rob. That's the that's definitely the one that that can can draw an audience. But Roy, oh man, listen, my whole 
My whole '90s and early 2000s was 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 Roy Jones. That's, that's what HBO and pay per views were in my house. The big three was Mike, uh, Chavez, and Roy. When you get Roy to come in, uh, you, you, it, it it's kind of tough because. You know, you talk about basketball where you said, you know, you go out there, you shoot jump shots and you, you probably you talk about football. You get you get somebody like a Jerry Rice would show you how to you know catch a ball properly and run routes with Roy. What was it that 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 brought to you to say, like, you know, are, are there going to be people who are going to be intrigued with boxing even at in an early in a later stage in or middle age life? Like are, are people who really going to want to be involved in someone in boxing? And you're, you're 100% correct, and it's actually not a boxing program at all. It's a fitness program that does boxing exercises. So that's what I told Roy. I was like, I want you to take, because he's, I mean, it's amazing what great shape he's in. I mean, he literally fought last Thursday, right? Right. So I wanted to actually not have him teach, you know, this is how to throw a, you know, um, five punches in three seconds, all these amazing things that he could do, um, but actually take all the different fitness actions that he's been doing in his life leading up to a fight for the last 30-plus years, and that's what his program is. So you're jumping rope with him. You're going outside and doing a little running. You're doing different types of, you know, home exercises that he actually would do in his actual gym, right? So it's a combination to where you might do, you know, a three-minute shadow boxing round with him just because it's good for cardio, and then he might have you get on the ground and do five push-ups or do a sit-up. So his workout is true home fitness, you know, get in the best shape of your life, but doing something fun as opposed to going, I don't know if I just want to do one of those other home workout programs to where I'm literally jumping around or doing all these exercises that are not fun at all. So that's why I wanted somebody like Roy, because he has such a personality, so vivacious that he then comes in and gives you a spin on fitness and says, you know what, you're actually going to enjoy this. You're going to be working out for 30 minutes, throwing punches, doing jump ropes, doing all this amazing stuff and not even realize that you're just burning an unbelievable amount of calories. So that's actually what his program is. It's not, you know, learning boxing. It's uh, to get in the best shape of your life type of thing. All right. Uh, let me backtrack for a second. You get you you get this idea. This is what it, you, you're starting to get everybody on board. You know, you get the Roy Jones, you get the Robert Orris here. Then now you have the blueprint in place. For a young entrepreneur like myself, Okay, I can't say I'm not that young, but I see I'm 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 in the wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Young yeah. opportunity. So how do you start getting the the ball rolling? You 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 get the celebrity going. You have the blueprint. Like like what gets it going? You like you know what? Do you start pitching the idea for what platforms you're going to be able to use? Uh, what's the accessibility? Like what was the main idea for you to get this going? You know, uh, what I really wanted to do because you know being 26 and being a millennial. I, and we haven't even really started promoting on social media yet, so none of this has really happened yet. But um, I, I really wanted the, the messaging to come from, you know, the different athletes and the different celebrities who are a part of it. So that's what's going to be happening over the next month, two, three, is that Robert Ory or Jerry Rice or Roy Jones Jr. or whomever, they're going to be posting, you know, 30-second and 60-second videos on their Facebook, their Instagram, their Twitter accounts to then, you know, reach their fan base and say, hey, guys, look what I'm doing. You know, this is an awesome experience for you to literally start working out with me. Like, this is, this is amazing. So that's what I, I wanted. That's kind of in my head how I'm going to be able to reach an audience uh, in the future is by using the different celebrities and having them literally reach out to their, their fans and uh, their followers and saying, hey, guys, this is a great experience, and I want you to be a part of it. And you know, we've seen how the world of social media just kind of transforms and Absolutely. So you you also get celebrities and athletes. You get the Steve Nash and such. What, is there so far since you got the you got the ball rolling now? Is there anybody out there that you're really looking into getting? I mean, like, in, you're looking into in baseball, soccer, like what, uh, like what, what, what key athletes you are you looking like? Are your white whales that you're trying to get? You know, it's uh, probably can't really talk about any of them or anything like that, but. No, don't worry. Nobody listens to the show anyway. It's fine. Nobody listens to the show. It's okay. Don't worry. It's all right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, a big baseball player, uh, you know, a massive football, another big football star, you know, a huge soccer player. That's really something that, you know, in my head is that where we want to grow is to be able to do a soccer program and be able to really combine people's love with soccer and, you know, have that kind of worldwide global sport. So I think that's definitely the next one that we're going to be targeting. 
is is the money coming in so far? Are we are we are we st- are we starting to look at some bank now? Uh, is something happening here? You know, truthfully, we're we're still we're still new. You know, so we aren't. You know, that just like most startups, and I guess that that's a message to most startups as well. That you know, it's okay if in your first you know thirty, sixty, whatever days, if you're not generating revenue. You know, your goal as a young business as a startup as an entrepreneur is to gain users, is to gain notoriety, is to get your product out there and know that, you know, sales are going to come as you're building the brand and as a company. And so that's really where, you know, our head is at right now is trying to attract users to get people to, to be a part of this service and family. And then we know that, you know, money and those types of items are going to come in the future. Um, you know, I've, uh, I never had relationships with VCs or, you know, Silicon Valley or, you know, investment bankers in New York or any of that. So we didn't get any of that. Literally, there was, we didn't have any big backer. There was no, you know, uh, company coming in with a seed round of, you know, millions of dollars or whatnot. Um, it was all, you know, the, the quote unquote, you know, bootstrap capital type of thing to where we just, you know, used what we had made in our lives. And, you know, some of our friends and family helped out a little bit as well. And, you know, that's gotten us to this point. I think that's important for anybody that's listening as well is that, you know, you don't have to, to know that, that big VC or that big person. If you have an idea, just go with it. And, uh, and you could, you know, you can take it as, you know, as far as, you know, your, your mind will take it. Basically. So, which is a beautiful thing because, you know, if you have people who support you and believe in, in your dream and, and what, what you're looking for to do, it's 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 great when you get the people to invest in it. What what did you do before this? Were you like in you were you in techs? Were you uh, uh and sitting at home playing video games and figured, hey, we could do something? Like what what were you doing before this? You know, I had uh, I had done some different things in tech, and you know, I had kind of uh, worked on a couple different types of apps. And I've always been a very creative person. I've always been a, you know an entrepreneur and a and a business minded person. In the past, I had done some different. Uh, you know, sports type of trading card products and different items like that. And always just, you know, found creative ways to sort of make money on my own. Um, you know, I started, you know, you know, kind of my first business when I was 18. And that's sort of when it started growing from there. Um, but I think that's, you know, that's what it's about, you know, is that you don't have to have this, you know, this amazing, you know, past on having built this other things or, um, if you, if you've done enough, if you, you know, made enough or whatever, if you haven't made enough, it's still okay. You know, you can, you know, you can build a, an app or you can find the right partners and you can get so creative, uh, to where, you know, it's truly possible for anybody to, to build an app or to create a brand or create an idea or whatever you want to do. You know, I think it's just, it's fun to get nervous and scared and, you know, think, oh man, I'm going to you know, spend everything I've made in my life at this point. And go, well, if you're comfortable with that, then, you know, go for it. Um, you know, because you don't want to play that what if story until you know in two years another company comes out with this product and you go, wow, that was that was my idea. Now I just need to you know raise uh, X amount of dollars, right? So you don't ever want to have that story. At least I don't want to have that story. I would have you could try. All right, let's get let's get down to the grassroots of this. You you you're young you're young man. You're on. You're doing this. You you start this company. You have big names behind you. Can we use this as a tool in the dating world? Is there any way that you could go out there and you use this to pitch to, to you know, when you're out there, but listen, um, I don't know if you heard, but I, 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 I got a big business behind me. Have we used this yet as a, as a way to uh, get a leg up on in a, in a, in a dating scene? <laughs> you know, no, I'm, uh, you know, truthfully the last, uh, you know, few years I've been, um, just, you know, trying to, trying to do my thing working and whatnot. So now I definitely, definitely don't do anything like that. Um, but you know, it's, uh, you know, people can, you absolutely could, but it's uh, never been necessarily the way I, I work. I, I kind of get pleasure out of uh, out of working and being creative at the moment. Oh, cool, because since you're not using it, then I'll use it. I'll just tell people my name is Adam. Hey, I work absolutely. with Star. You're like, hey, you know, this is, uh, this is one of my companies I'm working with right now. Started to check it out. Yeah, I'm just um, like, know, hey, hey, I'm Adam, uh, you know. Cool. You know I'm, I'm working on both coasts. I'm on the east and I'm on the west. You know, I'm working with uh, Star Visions. You know, I, I, got, I got connections. I got names. Can. <laughs> <laughs> I got connections. So I, I recently listened to an interview with um, Roy on uh, on Gary Vee's show, and I got to say that, Mm-hmm. He's very. He, I, I hear. I hear it. And he's enthusiastic. He's excited about the uh, about the app. About what's going on with the 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 possibilities of of, of where this 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 app and this this product can go. So, and it, it's a beautiful thing when you got an individual like him and and I'm hopefully many others, especially like the Steve Nashes and all that, who get on board for this. Is it something that you envision that's going to you know 
be something that's just statewide or do you, do you or, or and of course the big pictures go worldwide but do you, do you do you have do you do you have a consensus that you're actually going to get that reach because you know people are fickle you know there's some people that that could be jaded about about something like this and they might not you know might not have any any faith in it do you how how are you going to be able to pitch this you know i think that uh to that point initially absolutely in my business plan or anybody's plan they should have that you know that five ten year projections where they're looking at going you know what we're gonna go you know china we're gonna go global we're gonna go be worldwide we're gonna be doing all these different things but you know initially for any any business it's like you just need to to do a couple things awesome you got to just be able to nail your city or your state or the u.s or whatever those markets are that you're trying to hit and just you know capitalize on those and gain those users and then absolutely i mean the goal is in you know three five ten years or whatnot to be able to take it and do a a bilingual program do a program in spanish or different things like that i mean those are things i definitely want to work on but you know for me i always uh I always kind of live by the, you know, the KISS motto of, just, you know, I keep it simple or whatnot. So uh, initially it's like, hey, you have this idea, focus on it, gain, gain users in your area that you're comfortable with and the network that you have. And then once you have that, get those stars and those different people who can help you uh, get those partnerships and go worldwide. So you know, I think we all should have that idea in our head and have that, you know, that big goal of, you know, this is, this is a company that can do these you know, big time sales. But initially, you just got to still kind of stay grounded and go, you know, I, I put in all this work today and I can't uh, lose sight of, you know, how I'm going to get there. And just keeping being persistent along the way um, is very important. Sure, because the big goals at the end of the day is uh, make sure that you get the audience, you get the, you get the revenue, you get, you know, you get everything going and you get a big company that comes and wants to buy it off you for billions of dollars. That's the goal, right? Yeah, you, you just said it. Yeah. <laughs> See, honesty is the best policy because that's the way I'm thinking about it. I'm like, listen, at the end of the day, cut the bullshit. If you could cut me a big check and I can walk away from this but still feel proud about what I did, I'm happy. <laughs> and that's how every entrepreneur should feel, quite frankly. If somebody can uh, get a big check for an idea that you worked on, absolutely. That's always the goal, I believe. It's funny because I hear this idea and I would have probably thought that this would have probably come across at Shark Tank, like something that Mark Cuban would have probably bought this off of you off the back. You ever thought about doing that? You know, um, you know, just as a sidebar on Starvision, we actually taught a business program. Um, it's, uh, and that's actually a 12 week startup program. And we worked with Kevin Harrington, who was actually on the first couple seasons of Shark Tank. Right. And, uh, so he literally walks you through, you know, how to market your company, how to raise capital, how to do all those different things. And his program comes out in a couple of months. Um, and so, you know, I had that conversation with him and some other people and they're like, you know, you should get on there and you should, uh, you should pitch it and see what people say. And, you know, I, uh, I never went through with it. I also don't know that I won't do it. Um, you know, I definitely would be interested in potentially getting on there and, you know, trying to pitch it and do this type of thing. But, you know, again, I guess I was, uh, you know, fortunate or not so fortunate to not really have the, the contacts in, uh, the VC world or the investment world or even the shark tank world those different items i had i had what i have which is definitely enough to get started which is amazing um but it's been in the back of my mind that you know maybe i should uh i should apply and that i should try to actually get on shark tank so you know maybe it's possible all right before i let you go uh you did mention uh the the, the business profile and the, the business uh, program that you guys are going to have there i was i i also started thinking about the athletes that you have, you, you're going to have these guys do workouts and exercise with the, the, the potential clients who are going to buy into it. But also, are there any other sidebar kind of, of, of subject matter in which individuals could learn from said, you know, athletes such as, you know, a, a, uh, a, a, a budgeting plan or a, a marketing plan or, you know, if, if, if individuals are into that, Will they be able to 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 interact and ask questions to a Roy Jones or to a, a a Robert Horry and stuff like that about you know how did they become more than that more than just an athlete being able to 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 venture out to different aspects? You're 100 percent spot on that. You know, I think with any uh, app or website that somebody builds, they sort of have to have that MVP, right? You got to have that first product out because you can't build everything initially. And, uh, and that's definitely in the plans is to add live streams, to add question and answers, is to add interactivity. And, uh, and video is actually being able to do a live workout with somebody and actually learn and, you know, give questions and stuff. So 
know, out over the next, um, you know, four or five, six months, those things are definitely going to be added to the website and to the applications as we grow. Um, that was, you know, that was definitely one of the priorities for me was that, you know, I'm in this generation to where everything is, you know, on your phone or whatnot. And you're, you feel like you're so close to these different people, but yet you don't really have that interaction yet. That was sort of the, uh, the idea was to, uh, in all facets, to give somebody or a fan insider access into the lives of the people that we all admire, um, not just from a video or a workout, but to truly break through that barrier and to actually have a conversation with them or actually learn. So, you know, that's definitely something that would be coming out maybe in the second half, potentially of this year. Well, I got to tell you, myself and people here at TRSS, the regular season sportscast, we're hoping that this is something that, that, that comes into fruition and goes 100% full speed, 100 miles, 130 miles, 170 miles going because this sounds like a great idea. I think this is a lot, uh, this is an idea and a product that many individuals will latch onto, especially, uh, for, for the youth and, and, and those who are in the progress of possibly doing more in that, in the athletic field. And also those, like you said, who just want to pick up a ball or, or, or pick up a trade and say, listen, I remember when I was a kid, I, I used to play this and maybe I could get back into it with some, some workouts or some, uh, some cardio, some conditioning. And maybe I could go back out on that field and play flag football, like, like Jerry Rice or play some, um, some, some street hoops like, like Hori does. I think, I think this is something that it, you have the game plan for. It, it can, it could definitely, definitely be a success. And I, and I wish you good luck and you guys out there at Star Visions. Good luck. Let's show, let everybody know where they can get you. Give them your full name and where they can get you and, uh, where they can get, uh, get in contact with Star Visions. Absolutely. So you can definitely go to the website at www.starvision.com, S-T-A-R-V-I-Z-N.com. And, uh, you know, go on there. If you have any questions, definitely send us an email over to, uh, starvision at starvision.com. Uh, I'll probably personally reply to some of you guys and, uh, any questions you have, any feedback, any ideas, I, I truly love to hear uh, feedback. And that's sort of what, uh, you know, helps us grow is that being open-minded, getting information from others uh, is definitely what, you know, I want to do. I mean, that's something that even going forward that as a sidebar, I wanted to have a poll on the website, you know, to where you can literally say, hey, who do you want to train by? And then you type in who it is and whoever we get the most votes for, we do our hardest, you know, job to help you get who you want. And so, you know, I, I want to do everything that's possible to, uh, to provide an experience to people over the next, you know, two, three, five, ten plus years or whatnot that has never been done before. And that's, that's truly the goal. And, you know, today it's, uh, you know, maybe day 14, but as it goes along, I mean, it's, it's definitely going to be uh, pretty exciting. All right, listen, and do us a favor here at TRSS. The door is open. Send any athlete this way to sit down and have a conversation with us. We've had interviews with pro wrestlers. We've had Sean Merriman on the, on the show. We would love to have a chat with Mr. Jerry Rice or, or Roy Jones or whoever you have over there. We'll even take the 12th man off the Norwegian hockey team. We'll take him as well. But thanks again. Jay, I'll work with you on setting that up. Thank you. Thanks a lot, man. Guys, when we come back, we got more to come. We got to talk of sports and shit and whatever else comes out of my mind. So don't go anywhere. Stick around. This message is brought to you by WWE Hall of Famer, Ron Simmons. You're listening to TRSS Sportscast. And if you're not, I got one word for you. Damn! The regular season Sportscast is back with a Giants fan and a Jets fan. Lord help them. Talking sports and shit. NBA All Star Weekend is in full effect, and by the time you hear this, um, the part of the weekend that you guys are gonna enjoy is probably Dunzo. Yeah, because yeah, I know it is Dunzo because I I saw it and it's already done. Uh, three point contest is already over with. Devin Booker wins that, and then uh, 
the guy who I thought was going to be a sleeper, but didn't think that he was going to kill it the way that he did, won the slam dunk contest, which was Devin Mitchell. And it's crazy because for some reason, social media and all of the, the sports outlets had been monitoring him for the past couple of weeks, and he had been going off lately. I mean, ridiculous. And I'm not even talking about big shots. I mean, they were really monitoring the dunks that he was doing in-game. I got to say, the young man is impressive. I hadn't really cared about the the, 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 the slam dunk contest in a while, but I I I was really impressed with what the, the young man was able to showcase this this year, and it's a it's a good thing. As a matter of fact, all of them showed off. Like, oh, all of the depot came out, and I, yo, it's funny because you look at a player like all of the depot. He was he's a guy that probably was a little bit under wraps and and, and other teams that he played for. He didn't really have that 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 avenue for him to be the the spotlight. But in right now in Indiana. He's got what it is. He's got that. He's got the the, the spotlight on, and I'm and I'm I'm glad to see players like him able to to shine. I'm still one of those that, of course, NBA All Star Weekend is big because you know it's basketball players and wherever it is. And I'm really starting to believe that NBA All Star Weekend and the NBA is starting to know what the business revenue is generating when it comes to. This weekend, they're, they're starting to realize that this is possibly going to be as big or if not even bigger than Super Bowl weekend or Super Bowl week. So they're really starting to cash in. They're in L.A. They they picked a nice time of year to go. It was nice and, 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 and seasonable out there. Yeah, Shaq out there doing interviews in a, in a freaking T-shirt. The, uh, Kenny and, and Charles, they didn't even have their blazers on. They were sweating underneath their tie and their and their. And their their white button down. Even um Ernie was 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 like, "Fuck what you heard. I gotta take my shit off. This is crazy out here." So they had the right they had the right place to be for All Star Weekend. And of course, Thought City happens out there. Come on, let's be for real. They out there, the, the women out there lurking, men are out there ready to fuck. It's 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 one of those. Come on, that's what NBA All Star Weekend is all about. You know, you you you're gonna start seeing. The 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 lower the lower revenued cities not getting it. It's, they're not gonna go to fucking Utah for an all star game. They're not gonna do that. They don't. They don't accept that shit. They're not gonna go to Denver, Colorado for that. They're gonna look for big names. They're gonna go to Portland. They're gonna look for big name Houston, Miami, Orlando, New York. They, they're gonna look for big cities that they know they can turn up party. And the whole weekend is gonna be lit. So, all you other teams and, and, and cities out there that things like, ooh, I'm hoping, man, they go to Atlanta. It's gonna be Magic City out there. They're gonna go bananas in that fucking in that fucking city. It's gonna be crazy. Atlanta might not have a winning team, but they go, they'll have a fucking All Star game that's turned up. Come on, it's no, it's no games. So, uh, as for All Star game in general, as of this recording, it hasn't happened yet. Uh, I, I'm, I'm. I, I think I'm okay with how the format is for now. They needed to change it. They change up what what it was. I think it's pretty cool. They borrowed from what the NFL did in in their Pro Bowl, where where the captains chose the teams rather than the uh, coaches who did it. They let the players do it. I might be a little skeptical about that. I'm not. I I, I don't. I don't. To be honest, I don't want to give the power to the 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 players i'm 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 a little bit on a fence with that because i really believe that at the end of the day it should be a coach's choice i don't think it should be a player's choice so because at the end of the day what's it gonna do they're gonna choose the they're gonna choose the coach next i mean i mean let's be honest with that so i'm not i'm not a big fan i'm not a big proponent of that but uh other than that i think this i think the nba all-star weekend is actually gonna be a little bit more fun this year and it's it's a it's a good turnout so let's see what happens gotcha bitch who knew that the MLB was able to produce drug lords? What? Too soon? What? Come on. What are we talking about here? We can't talk about this? Former all-star Yankees pitcher and White White Sox pitcher Esteban Loreza, as per 12 Up magazine, was uh, arrested for apparently carrying 12 kilos of 
heroin or cocaine? Yes, heroin, okay, heroin, heroin or cocaine. What a what a combination. It could have been either one, whatever the case may be. But I must tell you that um, somewhere there's a Spanish cartel joke somewhere. I'm not gonna bring it up, but he's from Mexico. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I know it sounds a little racist. Whatever. I'm Spanish. I can get away with it anyway. Apparently, the young man was arrested at uh, in in San Diego, and uh, as per a twelve up, uh, the young man was um doing some shit he wasn't supposed to be doing. The level of possession is earnestly a fair call for Lorenza as a kingpin. That's what they're labeling him. There's no idea why or how they 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 found the tracking or the status of said dealings, but. Yeah, my man was getting it in. He was doing it up. 20 kilos? Shit. Probably fell on hard times. The arm couldn't fucking work anymore, so he had to sling it some other way. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know y'all, y'all know my street shit. Y'all know my slang. Congratulations to Michael Vick, who was able to clear that $17 million bankruptcy debt. Shit, I'm trying to fucking pay student loans, and he's able to clear off $17 million? Fuck what you heard. That's the true MVP right there. Shit. That's what I'm talking about. I, that's that's astounding. Listen, strong J to you, sir. Strong J. Now, since his, his debt is clear, I think there's a possibility that he could actually get that good credit so he could get himself a house. So good luck to you, Michael Vick. I love it when a plan comes together. This past week, pound for pound, one of the greatest boxers in, 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 in history of the sport. Roy Jones Jr. has retired from the game. And uh, apparently his retirement might not be for that long because he's been calling out Anderson Silver for a long time. And it looks like they're, they're, they're going to probably make that magic happen. As reported and in uh, ESPN, seems as though that Dana White is, is finally contemplating the possibility of getting that match to happen. I don't understand why. Roy Jones has been asking for this shit for nine years. Now all of a sudden you want to do it. Oh, I get it. They saw how much money the Mayweather and, and and McGregor fight made. Duh, that's what it was. Roy Jones at 49 and Anderson Silva still able to punch. Apparently, I didn't know this, but Anderson Silva has 14 professional boxing matches under his belt. So this can be interesting. Hopefully down the line, we can see something happen because I actually want to see this. I really do. It might not be the big money draw that uh, McGregor Mayweather was, but... I think it would be interesting. On the flip side, there's there's talks of Mayweather talking about going into the cage and dabbling into uh, McGregor's world. Don't do it to yourself, son. Don't do. There's a difference between boxing and fighting. Don't do it to yourself. If anybody would bet on this fucking fight, already know if Mayweather wins, the fix is fucking in. I'm calling it now. And may I suggest the footing of your ass? Um, it's sports related because it has to do with LeBron, but. I just had to bring it up because I had this conversation and I shared it with Josie's boy. Call me when it's over dot, dot com. No, excuse me. Uh, it's C C M I W O. Yeah, there you go. C M I W O dot com. That's where you can get the show at. C M I W O dot com. So you get call me when it's over. Your girl's favorite artist. I had a conversation. I sent this link to him and apparently LeBron James is interested for all you, um, hip hop heads and old school movie people or no pop culture. He's interested in bringing and remaking or reprising or sequeling whatever it is you want us to do to the movie house party why there's certain movies that just should not be done leave it alone leave it alone lebron do space jam do space jam 2 whatever do do something leave house party alone leave let it be let it go it's it's, it's one of those movies that's timeless you could just leave it in that array of it's time and space of movie genre let it be let it go don't do it please don't do it please don't do it i love it when a plan comes together uh greg hardy former defensive end for the dallas cowboys is now in the mixed martial arts realm and he pulled himself a victory somebody threw him a piece of steak and he beat the shit out of it he probably thought it was one of his wives or his girlfriends yep I said it. Fuck him. Uh, pretty much, he got his first victory over, and some say that he looks pretty promising. I say, let's get him in the ring with some real fucking competition and see how he handles himself. It, it, it was just one of those things you just threw. 
meat to a lion and just to show him off to big him up. That's all it was because ba- basically the the guy that he fought was a trash bag. I'm not impressed. Not gonna even go in on it, but I'm just gonna say let's let let's see what the let's let's just see what uh happens when he's in a in a in a fucking in a in a real fight with a real fucking guy who's ready to throw down. Book him down. Rob Gronkowski's contemplating retirement and already um WWE is ready to bite into that. Seems as though reports are going out that the WWE is ready to offer Rob Gronkowski a contract which is similar to the Ronda Rousey contract to where he would wrestle part-time. You know, I see something more to this. I really, really do. Uh, check us out on uh, TurnbuckleTabloid.com where Maddie and I, Mr. Olski, discussed um, what could be the ramifications if this occurred. I got to tell you, to be honest with you, I see something more deeper than that. I really do. I don't I I don't I I I think that he would enjoy the the schedule for the WWE if he did it he would have to you know he'll get himself prepared to 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 wrestle he probably you know will be at the performance center for a little while longer than a lot of people would think that he is but um I think I see more coming in tune with that he can't he won't be able to follow the policies and the wellness policies that occur with WWE because you know he has this booze cruise that he does with his peoples and eight hundred other people that go on his on on their boat and go to the Caribbean and they all get drunk and act stupid. I don't think that they'll be able to be able to follow the way of his lifestyle. The party starts so kind of rem- reminiscent of uh, of uh, uh, a wrestler that's been released, um, Enzo Amore. Although Gronk has never got any sexual allegations thrown at him as of yet. Just saying, could happen anytime soon. You never know. But I also think Vince McMahon, possible retiring football player, Vince McMahon getting into the XFL, possibly getting a Rob Gronkowski who could probably get himself healthy in the next year or two and be a face of the the XFL. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Real interesting. So let's see how that boils up. All right, everybody. I want to thank you guys for being a part of TRSS. Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Make sure you check us out on the like and group page, The Regular Season Sportscast. Check us out on Instagram at The Regular Season Sport. Also on Twitter at RWJ Santi. And as well as on YouTube at TRSS Turnbuckle Tabloid. And check us out on Anchor at TRSS Turbuckle Tab, where you get the late breaking news, all things relevant in sports there. We, 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 we make sure we connect you guys for those five minutes, but we make sure it's our five minutes full of chock full of nuts and heavenly coffee. That's what we do over there. Make sure you check us out as well as on rageworks.net where everything under the sun is relevant and prevalent to what we do in the culture pop culture that is all podcasts all reviews all previews all contests all content is there for your listening and viewing pleasure why go anywhere else don't need anywhere to go rageworks.net is where we go for all things in the culture pop culture that is once again i want to thank andrew justin for coming in representing creator and motivator of star vision make sure you check them out at www.starvision.com that's gonna be the wave man i'm telling you you guys don't even know you're going to be able to connect with your favorite your favorite athletes and connect with these guys to 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 help you to to to, to mold you, teach you, motivate you to become a part of what you're building yourself to be as an athlete. You could be old, new, young, fat, whatever. You could be whatever and you're able to do this and this would help you to connect with not only the athletic exercising or 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 just the business sense but also the conscious being of yourself and this is a great app and i'm 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 looking forward to this to occur make sure you check them out www.starvision.com s-t-a-r-v-i-z-n.com that's where you got to go link up to and you you guys got to jump up on it it's real man i'm telling you it's gonna be it's on the come up all right guys i'm out of here catch you guys next week got more news more stories and hopefully more more content for you guys to draw to and hopefully you smile when you listen to it i'm not best for business i'm best for everybody i am the king of talk style catch you guys on the rebound school
Wash the regular season sportscast with your host, Jay the Red Santee. Sports Kiosk.